Rick the Ref. <laughs> For real, co-parenting. It's not, it's co-parenting, it's not a competition. This is the co-parenting on crack series, show number five. It's not a competition, parents. It's co-parenting. It's not what your dad does versus what your mom can do. It's not your dad's education versus your mom's education. Your dad's income versus your mom's income. Your dad's expertise versus your mom's expertise. It's co-parenting, so it's not a competition. But a lot of parents I'm seeing in life are making this a competition. It's not. It's not a competition. You know, it's not a competition for love. It's not a competition for, uh, you know, different, you know, trinkets you can get your child. So don't turn it into that. But I'm noticing there's some cross manipulation taking place in a lot of a lot of these co-parenting, you know, situations. You know, the kids being manipulative, telling parent A about parent B, but parent A and B are not communicating. So you're letting the kid manipulate the situation. Then you're letting um, situations like um, get out of hand, you know. So instead of confirming or, you know, deleting something your kid says about parent B, you just take it. Like, you let that kid manipulate you into believing that about parent B without ever verifying it, you know? And that's the worst thing you can do is let your kid manipulate you and play you two against each other when it should be a team effort, you know? It should be we're working on the the behalf of this kid, it's, instead of that, the kid is working the system. They pimping the system. And I mean, just a little side note, ladies, moms, mothers, don't vilify the baby daddy. Don't vilify the dad, the stepdad, or don't vilify the man in your child's life. There's a lot of vilification taking place these days. Don't vilify the man. Unless you got a right to do that. If you got a right to vilify him, by all means, get your vilify on. But if you just speculatory information, if you just speculating, you have no grounds to vilify this man, don't do it. That's, you know, it's a shame how adults can act like kids. And it's a shame how kids try to act like adults. It's like, you know, it's, it's like putting on a cheap ass jacket with, an expensive tag on it. Does the expensive tag eliminate the fact that it's a cheap ass jacket? But in your mind, you see $1,700 tag on a jacket that validates that that jacket is, is, it has some status, but it's a cheap ass jacket. It just has an expensive tag on it. And that's sometimes that's what it is when, you know, you vilify the work of a dad or vilify the efforts of a father. Now, back to the back to the drawing board. Not all dads are created equal. Not all baby daddies are created equal. Not all stepfathers are created equal. Not all men that stepping in are created equal. Everybody got they, you know, cross the bear when it comes to being a, a father or a parent. So not all dads are created equal. Quality time to, to this dude might be different, different form of quality time to that dude. 
This guy might not mind going to the park playing catch with your son. This guy might be a video game. That might be his spending time. This other guy, he want to sit down and have a chat, have an actual dialogue with him. The other guy, he might kind of just want to just drive around in the car and, you know, get ice cream. Everybody spends time in different ways, shape, form, and fashion. So I, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not cool with being vilified as a man who is putting my best foot forward on a daily basis. Doing all, all, doing all you can do. Hey, at some point, you've done all you can. At some point, you've exhausted all your resources in a, in a kid's life. I hope people can understand that. And, and, and also, since we're on the topic about being vilified, and this is for both parties. I'm not just picking on moms because I'm a dad. Mothers and fathers. Don't undermine your co-parent. Don't undermine them by inserting things that the kid want over what the group should have. The kid may want the, the newest, most improved iPhone. But it should be discussed by both parents for the kid's best interest. So then you buy this, you, you you compromise yourself. You spend $1,300 on this new iPhone and the damn phone gets stolen at school. That happened because you undermined, undermined the other parent who didn't think it was a damn good idea in the first place. Because why would you give a kid a $1,300 phone when they don't have $1,300 worth of credibility? They haven't been responsible with what, what they've had. They haven't been reasonable with their grades. They've been incompetent in some ways, and then you then you reward them with a thirteen hundred dollar phone, and then you shock when it gets stolen out of public school. A duh, the duh. So it's like, don't undermine each other. Be on one accord if you can. You wasn't on one on one record in in a relationship. Your relationship suffered. Then a kid came. And you're still undermining people, everybody, you're undermining each other's authority. You know, I've had situations where, you know, they wanted our child to spend the night at another person's house. I don't, I don't agree with that. You know why I don't agree with it? Because if you haven't spent the night at somebody else's house, why the hell are you sending your child? Oh, that's my sister. I don't give a damn if it's your sister. You don't know what she's into. You don't know how she keeps her house? What if she Buddhist? What if she in there chanting all night all over your son? You don't know what the hell's going on? Oh, because it worked with your two other kids? You just go assume it works with your kid? Wow, okay. No, each kid is different. And since I don't know your sister and her household, I don't think it's a good idea. Undermine. You know, because you think it's a good idea. You think what's in the best interest of the kid. Dads do it too. Dads be taking chances with the with, with the young babies. And, you know, you got a car seat handy, but instead of being a responsible pops, you don't put them in a car seat and then you take off up the street to go get some chips. That's stupid. That's irresponsible. What if the kid flies through the windshield like... Why would you take that chance? It's a dumb chance to take. 
And then you're shocked when the mom pissed off when you come back. You're shocked. Well, we got back okay. Yeah, but what could have happened? What might have happened? That's what parents need to be abreast of. It's a lot that can happen going from point A to point B. Trust and believe. So, like, you know, I don't know, man. I think dads got to get props for when they do their best. It takes two to tango. So, as much as you want to criticize the other parent, look at what you're doing. Look at your role. You know, you know. Did you have to put the man on child support or did you just choose to put him on child support? Don't get me wrong. A lot of dudes deserve to be on child support. Shout out to the moms that, you know, tried to give dude a chance. But dude was stupid. He didn't want to He didn't want to pay what he weighs, so now he's on child support. It is what it is. You made the kid, so you go you gonna have to do what's in the best interest of the kid, bro. Sorry. You don't get you don't get the get out of jail free card on that. You got to pay what you weigh. So, you know, she gave you chances. You didn't comply. The courts got involved. That's on you, bro. That's on you. That's just, hey, these are the breaks. That's that's kind of what, what happens. But there are some dads who really can't get their life together because of the child support settlement. So we got to factor that in the equation. There's a lot of guys that, you know, you know, they got to work under the table. They got to they got to because you know, that child support payment is following them following them around like a like a like a ghost that's attached to their back. <laughs> and the ghost is butt naked with with the with the nipples out. So what I'm saying is, you know, we supposed to work together. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just I I think that you know, a lot of parents, it's co-parenting. It's not a competition. And you need to cooperate or not. And I, and I, I think what, what sucks is um, the moms that think they can do this all by themselves. That's not true. That's not, that's not going to pop off. The moms that think they can do it all by themselves is not it. You need to interject their 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 birth parent or at least try to i get it don't get me wrong sometimes it ain't worth trying i get it sometimes hey it's better to go your separate way i get it sometimes it's better just to throw in the towel and say look hey i tried to do this it didn't work hey raise your kid in a in a loving environment and if they reconcile their differences as you know you know because i'm not i'm not with all being estranged from your kid but if like i said in the last show if your kid don't respect you and if your kid don't value your opinion and if your kid gonna outright be insubordinate you don't need to have a relationship with that person at that person that at, at that time that person that, that kid has emancipated themselves from you being uh, active father in their life and unfortunately what's wrong with a lot of kids is they don't believe that they shit stink 
They hear all the time, you're fortunate to have your dad in your life. It's a lot of kids that without you that don't have a dad. It's a, it's a, you know, there's a lot of kids that don't have an active dad. But they heard it their whole life that they think it's a, it's, they think it's a fable. They think it's Jack and Jill. They think it's, you know, some bullcrap story. They have to live it. Some hard-headed ass people have to live in their own reality to get a real reality check. You can't save somebody from their reality. Reality is a part of life. And life lessons will teach you that, listen, sometimes you got to go to prison to know about prison. You keep hearing about prison. You keep hearing about jail. You keep hearing about dudes playing slap ass and, gra you know, men violating you. You keep hearing about it and you think it's fake until you're there. And you got a whole barcode on you and you there and you got a whole wake up routine and you there and you got shackles on and you only can go to zone A. And, you know, some people got to see the real reality. And that's sad. I don't have to know what San Quentin look like inside. I heard enough to not want to go. But some people guarantee you they have to go. They just have to go because they don't, they don't want to hear about a third person. They want to see it firsthand. And as a parent, listen, if your kid want to jump his ass off the deep end, you can stand there with your life raft and your, your you know, little donut. And you can stand there with, and the lifeguard could be on duty and all that. If don't, your kid want to jump in the deep end, let him damn jump. Let him jump. Let him see what it is. Even if they uh, a seasoned swimmer, seasoned swimmers have drowned in a, in, in in a bad current. Seasoned swimmers have lost lost out against sharks. The sharks are in the water, man. Sharks in the water. And if you don't want to use my expertise, then use your use your child expertise to figure it out. That's where I'm at with it. That's where I'm at with it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's co-parenting. It's supposed to be like a music group. We together. We're not griping and fighting. We don't care who get the feature. We got a performance to do. We got a record. We got to cut this record. We got to cut this record. And the record, the album cover is the kid. So we got to cut this song together. It don't matter who get the producer credits. It don't matter who get the award at the Grammys. But we got to cut this record and sometimes the music gonna sound like shit, but we still gotta cut the record. Sometimes, hey, you know, I may have to sing solo on a few of these songs. Some, some, sometimes it's gonna be a duet. But you know, the kid have to understand that this is a concert, and they have to, they got work to do too. You know, we gotta start telling our kids, man. You got a role to play in this in this in this episode as well. It's not just about the parents. It's co-parenting, but we co-coach. Uh, we got to coach these kids, and the kids can't be the ones um, throwing the guitar and breaking the instruments. The kid can't be the one unplugging the damn equipment while we trying to make this make this music group together. But yet and still. When you empower a kid, you take power away from the parent. So all you parents out there, stop letting your kids dictate what they got going on. 
If they want to go to their mom's house for the weekend, you don't have to act like a goddamn idiot for your mom to pick you up. Just act like you're a normal individual. Just act like a normal person. If you don't want to live in a certain household, then speak up and let it be known and have a, 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 a actual conversation about it. Don't work yourself out of a situation to go to some fake-ass grass that you think is greener. Because it's not. It's not even grass. It's cow manure. That looks like grass. That smells like shit. This is Rick the Ref. Check me out. Co-parenting on crack. You know, we go get down to that eighth episode. I hope y'all stay tuned. Because it's going to get uh, frantic all through here. Because this is real stuff. Real people. Real situations. So I need y'all to stay tuned. Holla at your boy.